a common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now here on Katz and Cosby, a lot, an action-packed show, by the way, we've got today. We've got Ronna McDaniel, who is the current chairwoman of the RNC. And uh, Ronna, great to have you here. This is Rita Cosby with the great John Katzimatidis and the great team here. Uh, big news today about the debates, about the GOP debates. Yeah, big news. I wish I were there with you guys. I just left New York. I was there on Monday and Tuesday, and I was there today. Uh, you got to join us well, next you, time. You know, you, know where our, you know where our studio is. Our home is your home. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Ed, hey, Rita, hey, everybody. Hello. Hey, John. Um, so we just made uh, big news. We announced that we're going to have the first debate in August in Milwaukee, but we announced our partnerships. Fox News will be hosting the debate. And we actually are going to have partners with Young America's Foundation. We know we need to continue to reach out to young voters and really expand that reach. And then for the first time ever, we're going to live stream the debate on the RNC channel on Rumble. And this is intentional because we've watched what Google and YouTube have done. And we really wanted to support a conservative platform in Rumble. And that is where the debate will be seen on the RNC channel. And if you'd like WABC, we will transmit it too. Just let us know. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. And so, but this is exciting news for us. And, you know, the debates are not that far away. They're in August. Now, how many people do you think are going to be on the stage? I mean, we know there's a couple candidates. And by the way, obviously the big news, uh, Senator Tim Scott formed an exploratory committee, announced it this morning. Are we going to see like a full stage? And do you think they'll all fit on one stage or will it have to be two nights? Or double decker. Yeah, my, double decker, like I a know, double decker bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> We'll have like a survivor who can stand on a platform longer, gets to go on the stage on one foot. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be two stages based on what I'm seeing right now. It is developing later, the field. Right now we have Nikki Haley, who's announced Vivek Ramaswani, Asa Hutchinson, and of course, President Trump has announced. We saw Tim Scott take that move today. We have others like Mike Pompeo and Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis and Sununu. We just don't know what they're going to do yet. Or Chris Christie. So I still think that would keep us with one debate stage, even if all of those people got in. But uh, I think uh, it's going to be a wild ride, and August is going to be here quicker than we think. And I cannot wait to have the next president of the United States on that debate stage because we have to beat Joe Biden. Well, and it's going to be fiery because Trump, as you said, is going to be there. Uh, he did an interview last night, and he was throwing out zingers. It's definitely going to be lively, and you know a lot of people are going to be tuning in. Well, in 2016, that was really the kickoff to his campaign. That's when people realized he was a serious candidate and could handle himself with other politicians. And that's when he raised his hands, one person who said he wouldn't take the pledge. And what happened? Yeah. Well, what pledge was that? He did take the pledge in 2016. He finally took the pledge. Tell them about the pledge. He finally took the pledge. Well, you know, after that, Rana, I was interviewed by a Post reporter, and he said, what do you think about his not taking the pledge? And, well, if he does that, he's not going to get the nomination. Next morning in the Post, a big headline, GOP big, that was me, says disloyal Trump, a loser. Now explain what the pledge is, Ed Cox, because people oh, need to hear it. The pledge, the pledge is that you pledge you're not going to do a third party run. And so, yeah. Rona, Rona, where does it stand now for this one? Well, he finally did he take finally the pledge. He finally did, right? And he called me and wanted me to be there when he signed the pledge. Oh, so take, you, you, okay. He did. This yeah. will have another element to it, which will also be that you're going to support the eventual nominee. I think one of the things coming out of 22 we saw is 
you know, sometimes Republicans are refusing to support other Republicans. They won't endorse the candidate. We saw this in Arizona, right? The candidate going against Carrie Lake refused to endorse her. And Republicans are the reason that we didn't win that governorship. Republicans not voting for other Republicans. So I think we really need to make sure that if you're going to be on the RNC debate stage, you are going to pledge to the voters that when the dust settles, you're going to support the nominee because at the end of the day, it's about beating Joe Biden and not about fighting each other. Did he agree to that part of it? Like you just said that he would support whoever the nominee is because there was said, debate on that. You know, Alyssa, he has said publicly, I'm going to support the pledge because okay. I'm going to be the nominee. That's what he said. <laughs> but, but what if he's not? Did he go well, to the well, other part? <laughs> that's what he said last time, too. Right. That's yes. what he said this time. I think there, you know, and then you have a whole bunch of people who are saying, I will, will never support Donald Trump if he's the nominee. Well, then you're not going to be on our debate stage. I think that's a big part of it, too. You're not going to come on the RNC debate stage coming in and saying, oh, I'm so much more important than the party and the voters. Listen, it's going to be a fair contest. And whoever gets the nomination through winning Iowa, New Hampshire and Nevada and then South Carolina and so on and so forth, they deserve the support of every single person. Or you don't need to be on the RNC debate stage. Why would we host anybody who won't? Our eventual Good for you laying down that rule in advance. That uh, that clarifies it. You know, one of the things he said, by the way, last night, Trump did an interview last night, and he, he was asked, no matter where all these legal things go, and Judge, you know there's a lot of legal things out there. He also, by the way, sued Michael Cohen today, uh, so there's a lot on there. He said, no matter where I am, even if I'm convicted, I am still running in 2024. He said, nothing will get me to quit, well, Judge. There's no, there's no constitutional bar against him doing that. Yeah, he can. There he said that. he's determined, and, and he will still be there. So it, it's going to be really interesting. You're going to have some great debates, Rana. I know it's going to be wild, uh, but, you know, when I look at, when I talk to my neighbors and I talk to my friends, I, I just talked to somebody who said his wife might lose her job. Um, I know people are really desperately concerned about inflation. Uh, John, you were on TV today talking about, you know, the Fed may be raising rates and heading into a recession. People are hurting, whether it's fentanyl, whether it's the border, whether it's crime. People are really concerned, and they are looking at our party and saying, please hand us a lifeline. Please hand us a lifeline to prosperity and the American dream and the, the country that we know and love because Joe Biden's destroying that for us. And so Rona, I the was only on, way we do that is as a united party. Uh, Rona, I was on Maria Bartolomo's show this morning. Yep. And, and uh, you know, the other two gentlemen that were with me, they're, they're nice people, but they're historians. They don't realize uh, what, what was going on. And, and our country is hurting. And, uh, and, and the Chinese and Russians and, uh, are, and the Saudis now, because they hate, uh, President Biden, uh, are gathering up the troops and cr- creating a new evil empire, uh, for, uh, against the, uh, the, the Western, uh, Western countries. When you see China brokering a deal with Saudi Arabia and Iran, that's frightening. That is frightening for our country. And now you've seen that they're going to cut back on oil production and gas prices are going to go up. Biden is an abysmal failure. And there's one thing I think we can all agree on. President Trump did amazing things at the national level, at the, at the global level. He held NATO accountable. He, he made us energy independent. He did things with now, the, the, the Abraham Accords. It's just night the, and day when you were in the Middle East. I was just there. They're, they really loved. They felt they saw so much opportunity with Abraham Accords, and it's all fail, failing under the Biden administration. And the, the joke I tell is uh, whether you like Trump or didn't like Trump, he, 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 our country was well-respected. Uh, 
in the world. And the other joke I say is uh, President Trump terrorized the terrorists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he said Judge, that, by the way, last night. He said that they were 10% scared of him, North Korea, and that 10% was enough. Go yeah, ahead, there Judge. used to be something called the Monroe Doctrine, which is now being violated on a daily basis as Latin America and South America is being taken over by left-wing regimes that are allied with China and Russia and Iran. That's very, very dangerous for our country, Ron. And he promptly, President Trump promptly made the decision to take out Soleimani, which was the right thing to do. That was the mastermind of Absolutely. terror across and anti-Americanism across the Mideast. And Peter King, you and were by saying? by the way, energy independence is national security. And President Trump understood that. So, I, And I think that this is why this debate process and this primary process is so pivotal. And it's going to be tough, guys. We know there's going to be some sharp elbows and things are going to be said. And at the end of the day, cooler heads have to prevail once that dust settles because the only thing we can do to lose is to is to fight amongst ourselves. And the reality is, when, when Donald Trump came into office, the uh, ISIS had a caliphate the size of the state of Connecticut. Within two years, the caliphate was gone, all because of President yep. Trump. Yep. Well, thank Pretty you, uh, thank you, Rona McDaniel, and uh, congrats, congratulations, <laughs> Thanks, and uh, we'll we'll catch up again real soon. Next time I'll come in studio. We'll have fun. Okay. Uh, we got we got an extra chair for you anytime. We can't wait. All right. Thanks everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank you.